Welcome to another episode of Doing Well, Doing Swell. I'm your host, Mallory Lovings, and today I want to talk a little bit about burnout. It's definitely become more relevant in our society that we do get burnt out, and I think a lot of people focus that with your career, but I think it's important to note that there are many different ways that you can be burnt out. And yes, your job could be a large contributor to that, but there are other areas that we need to be paying attention to and taking care of and showing some attention in order to avoid burnout in multiple different areas of our lives. And I saw this tweet because Twitter becoming in clutch. It was this guy, Ben Mir. His at is at System Sunday. He wrote a tweet about the seven types of rest that you need to avoid burnout. And I thought it was super interesting. And I was like, yes, Ben, speak, preach. Say it louder in the back. So I'm going to go over all of this. Okay, so the first one is physical rest. And I know this is very obvious, but I'm going to reiterate it because your body needs to relax. We're constantly exerting physical energy. Like we're constantly moving. Like right now, I'm talking and I'm moving my arms. For what? Um, But our bodies need rest. So yes, that goes with sleep and making sure you're not sleep deprived. You need to be rested and charge up your battery, but that also goes with physical rest in the form of allowing your muscles to decompress and release some tension. Um, You can do that by stretching. You can do that by getting a massage. You can do that by sitting in a hot tub or uh, taking a bath and just like kind of pampering your body, letting it relax. Take your body to the spa. Treat it nice. Also, an underrated thing that I don't see anybody do is stretching your neck. Come on, people. You all got big old heads. I know your shoulders are carrying a lot of weight. Stretch your neck out. Give your body the opportunity to loosen up in those areas. I think you'll be surprised at how refreshed and more relaxed and kind of like de-stressed a bit you will feel after you do a neck exercise. <laughs> like I will be stretching my neck anywhere and everywhere. And listen, if you really want to go the extra mile, I learned this from a masseuse. She was telling me if you take your fingers and you go to the back of your neck where your hairline and your neck meet, like the bottom of your skull, and you just apply pressure upwards and just kind of like massage your neck, that right there will release some tension and just kind of bring you in a more more relaxed state of mind, release you of some anxiety if you have that. Um, So I do that very often throughout my day just to kind of ground me and get myself back and kind of remind myself to rest in all forms. Okay, the second part of rest on his list is mental rest. And he talked about just kind of cleansing your brain out, cleansing out your thoughts. So I was thinking it... I would. So I was thinking of it as kind of like outsourcing your thoughts. He mentioned that if you make a to-do list and you write down stuff that you need to do, it's easier to free up some space in your mind because you don't have to worry about holding it all in. You don't have to worry about necessarily remembering every single detail because you wrote it down. You know what you have to do. You have a list to follow. So He mentioned this about like traveling and like stuff like that. You can reduce stress and open up some mental 
capacity by following a checklist, taking the time to writing down, okay, this, 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 and this is what I need. And that way, when you start packing in five days, you don't have to worry about this until then type of thing. You have a list to go off of. You're not worried about forgetting anything. You're not holding it all in your brain. So I do agree with that. It works for me. I also thought journaling helps. Like we have so many thoughts a day. And if you write them down, one, it gives you the <laughs> it gives you the opportunity to see how crazy you sound when you start writing it on paper. But two, it also just gives you an outlet to let it out because sometimes thoughts just linger until you get them off your chest. So speak them, write them down, cleanse them thoughts. Sometimes a thought just needs to pass through, get out, and that's it. Um, Another thing that he mentions about mental rest is to stop problem solving. And I was like, wow, he's so right. That makes so much sense because at the end of the day, we're always problem solving. There's always something to fix. There's always something that's popping up. Like, we just need to take a break. Like, okay, for the next 45 minutes, I'm not going to try to solve anything. I'm just going to read my book and chill or something like that. Just give your brain a rest. He also mentioned creating a shutdown routine, like between work and life. So like when you leave work, have a, some sort of routine where maybe you're shutting down your entire laptop, you're closing all of your books, you're closing everything and cleaning up your desk to end the day. And you're not going to touch your desk again after that. Um, you know, whether you want to do that or not, I don't know. He mentioned it, so I'm saying it here. I do have a little bit of a thing that I do sometimes, but I don't implement it every single day. But it is helpful on the days where I'm struggling a little bit more with maybe my brain being too busy. Like, I just close some tabs, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? The third type of rest mentioned is social rest. So evaluating your friendships, making note of who is adding to your life and who is draining you. Who are you giving your energy to and are they worth it? Do you feel like, you know, that is a good investment uh, in that relationship? Um, Accepting that your me time does mean that you are busy. You can say no. You can say no. I'm busy. I have plans with myself, baby, (laughs) because it matters. You need to make time and plan for yourself. The fourth type of rest that he mentions is spiritual rest. And he described this as doing something for a bigger purpose, contributing to something that is bigger than you. I like to think of this as constantly living from a place of love, constantly having um, pure intentions and intentions with love in everything that you do, being there for the betterment of the quality of life for humans and planet earth and all of the living beings on this planet that's just kind of how I view this and he mentioned you could do that through volunteering through prayer um meditation I think of it as ultimately like are you living the life that you want to live because at the end of the day you are connected to the universe and whatever this source is whatever it is god Whatever it is, we're all connected to the same thing. The universe is a part of you. You are the part of the universe. And your gut and your intuition tells you how you want to live life. You may not know what your big purpose is or whatever, but you do have a gut and an intuition that does kind of give you hints and ideas of what your path is and how you want to live and what you kind of stand for and the legacy that you're going to live. Even if that is sitting on the couch all day and watching TV, you don't have to have some major motivation or plan 
you just need to be living true to yourself. That's how I view this spiritual rest part is just kind of evaluating your life and making sure that you are living life how you want to because that's all that matters. This next rest that he mentions is what I feel the most important. It's very crucial. It's very, very potent in our lives and we need to make sure that we have balance with it. But it's sensory rest. We're constantly overstimulated between social media, commercials, ads, billboards, news. There's just so much happening all of the time and you need a break. You need to reduce the stimulation, you know, like we do need to go on social media cleanses. We need to eliminate our notifications. Like personally, me, my phone has no notifications other than work, which may honestly be the worst notifications. (laughs) But other than that, I don't have notifications on my phone. Even for text messages, I turn them off sometimes because I ain't got time. I can tell a significant difference in my life when I have all of my notifications off for the day. Like, there's a significant difference in my productivity and how I'm feeling and how I'm enjoying the day. I'm not feeling so bogged down by my phone and, like, I need to be attending to all of these notifications I'm getting. So I highly recommend that. Um, Another thing that uh, I was thinking of for sensory rest is I turn on, like, healing frequencies sometimes like literally on Spotify I just turn on the healing frequencies and even if I'm not going to listen to them like I'll turn them on while I sleep because even though I'm sleeping my body can technically still hear those frequencies and sound healing is a thing so I will turn it on while I sleep and I'm like you know maybe that will just subconsciously help relax my body and make me not feel so overloaded another thing I like to do is set the mood of you know, relaxation and just kind of like a sensory reset. Um, candles are really, candles are my best friend, especially a crackling wood wicked candle. Forget about it. Give me a candle. Give me some ambiance music. Give me a cool light, whether it's a low light, whether it's a blue light, whether it's a glowing salt lamp, really setting the mood of like, I'm shutting down. I am going to de-stress and let myself relax really helps. On the days where I'm feeling extra overstimulated and I don't necessarily want to end my day by watching TV or a movie, um, just because I also like to keep my eyes off of screens for a long period of time if I'm feeling overstimulated, instead I will read or I will write in a journal or I will draw or I'll work on a puzzle or I'll organize my closet or just do something different to step out of the media world even just dance parties in the bathroom while you're having your spa night and face mask on 10 out of 10 experience probably one of my top ways of decompressing (laughs) the sixth part of rest that we need to focus on is emotional rest Um, he was talking about how a deficient occurs when you feel that you cannot be 100% authentic so first things first That's why paying attention to who you give your energy to is important because we should only be spending time with people who do make us 100% comfortable to be ourselves no matter what in any circumstance. But also taking the time to vent and get it out because dealing with your emotions is labor. It's a form of work to take the time to go in, evaluate your emotions, and understand how you feel. 
if you don't do the work to go in and understand, then it's just going to sit there, fester, and exhaust you. It's going to drain you. Emotions can be draining. So that's why it's important to vent and get it out because it gives you also the opportunity to backboard with somebody. You know, they may show you new perspectives, new perspectives you never thought about, which can help you solve all of these emotions you've been sitting on. There's just... There's no loss to venting and being vulnerable and getting out your emotions with somebody that you do truly love and care about who lets you feel safe. Just do it. It's necessary. We all need to get it out. And plus, if you let it all in, listen, you're going to go crazy. This is a part of emptying your brain box like we talked about earlier. Get those thoughts out. Journal if you don't want to talk to somebody else about them, but they need to move, you know? You need to create space in your brain for other thoughts, Keep them moving in however form you need to. Journaling, venting, screaming, crying, whatever you need to do, let them move. Emotions are just energy and motion. Yes, they need to move. And last but not least, we need to focus on our creative rest. So everything else kind of needs to be implemented and we need to be able to get to a point where our brain box isn't so filled and we can focus on the things that point out beauty in any form just being more observant and aware of your surroundings catching sunsets going on walks going to museums festivals listening to music reading books paying attention to fashion watching documentaries etc there's so many things to find art and beauty in and just focusing on those help make life feel a little bit more alive and passionate and it gives your creativity space to just be and to see beauty and at the end of the day allowing yourself to have that space for your creativity to kind of blossom it's only going to contribute to your quality of life and feeling less stressed so I think the top two for me out of this entire list would be sensory rest and creative rest social rest as well but I think all seven of these points are crucial to not experiencing the suffering of burnout so shout out to Ben Mir for tweeting an amazing thread and reminding me of certain things that are important to focus on. Again, if you guys want to find him, he was at uh, System Sunday on Twitter. I'll put it in the description of this episode. That way he will be easier to find. You can also find me on Instagram at Miss Mallory Lovings. My blog is InsideMalloryBrain.com, so feel free to check that out. And thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode of Doing Well, Doing Swell. It's been a pleasure to have you here. I'll see you next time. Remember to be well and stay swell. Peace.